I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made another baby. We are back with season two of the Bristos Made a Baby podcast. We've got another little bun in the oven, and we are so excited to share this journey with you guys. We have a little girl named Hayden. She is one going on two, and soon we're gonna be learning how to parent two little babies instead of one. But first, we got to get through this pregnancy. Make sure to tune in each week as we go on this journey and we'll talk about life and pregnancy up until this sweet little baby pops out. (laughs) We are so excited to share it all with you guys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, let's just get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast, season two, episode 11. Woo. Today we are going to be talking about week 23 and also week 24. We're doing a little combo again. Which is how it should be. <laughs> yeah, a little combo because we desperately need to get you guys caught up a little bit more in real time. Yeah. Because all of a sudden this baby's going to be here and we're still going to be sharing about. <laughs> Your belly looks like she's ready to come. Well, not yet, but we're getting there. I'm currently bouncing on an exercise ball because I'm at that point in pregnancy where that feels way better than sitting in any chair. Um, anyway, so I'm going to kick it off with question of the week. But first, before I do that, one, want to apologize for my audio in the last couple of episodes. I had a little bit of a mic issue, but... Uh, Becca talks very loud. But also I had a mic issue. And when I was like listening to all the footage back and editing it, I was just cringing. So I'm sorry if it was annoying. Um, my apologies. But also we are just not really in a uh, position to re-record, let's say. I feel like this second season is very much like a second pregnancy. It's just like, ah, uh, whatever goes. Yep. <laughs> You don't spend nearly as much time on it um, or energy because life is just busy. But um, so, yeah, I think I feel like I wanted to say something else, but um, maybe it'll come to me anyway. So apologies for my audio quality in the last couple of episodes. But let's kick it off with a couple's question, shall we? Shall we? We shall. We shall indeed. (laughs) Okay. So... Do you think dogs go to heaven? Oh, wow. Very spiritual question. <laughs> um, if humans go to heaven, why not dogs, I guess? Mainly I ask you because whenever you think about the the uh, distant possibility, that's probably not the right word, but the idea of Rosie not being with us anymore, you just like well, crumble, you can't. She'll live longer than us. <laughs> Matt cannot cope with uh, the idea of Rosie ever being an old lady. It's not possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She'll be a young puppy forever. Rosie is our dog. If you um, if you haven't been following us for a long time, she is a doodle. She's a double doodle to be exact. And she is the love of Matt's life. Well, yeah. I mean, you are, I guess. but yeah. <laughs> You guess. Yeah. But Rosie's amazing. So I um, have always grown up with dogs and therefore have experienced losing a dog and it totally sucks. Oh my God. It's, it's so sad. It's really, it's just, it sucks. 
Um, but obviously having a dog is well worth all of the joy of that loss. Um, but when we, you know, moved in together and got married and all that, I was like, well, we're obviously going to have dogs. And Matt was pretty indifferent about it. He wasn't against it. He wasn't like super pumped to get a dog. He just never really like had a dog. And I was like, trust me, you're going to love this thing more than you even know is possible. And they are now besties. Inseparable. She follows me everywhere I go. She sure does. It's hard for me to even just leave and go to like a store and leave her behind. She cries. Yeah. If you get up off the couch, she'll be asleep, dead asleep. And she gets up just to like see where you're headed next. Yes. <laughs> it's my buddy. It's that level of attachment. Um, what about you? Is she going to heaven? Well, yeah, of course. There's your answer. <laughs> I can't imagine not seeing Rosie again. We'll be reunited someday. Wow, that's great. And she'll be so happy to see us. She will be. Yeah, she's always happy to see us. She's just a great dog. Um, all right, so a little shout out to Rosie. Let's get into the baby and the body changes Okay. in weeks 23 and 24. What do we got? So week 23, the baby grew to a size of a grapefruit. About 11 inches and about just over a pound. It's and a very long grapefruit. <laughs> that is a long grapefruit. <laughs> That's bizarre. Lungs producing surf, surf, surfactant. Surfactant. That's what they're producing. So everyone out there, I'm sure that means a lot to you. The I think nerve. it's like a, it's like a, uh, some kind of liquid, I think. Hmm. I think it like lubricates the lungs. I could be wrong. The nerve endings in the inner ear are fully developed and the baby's learning our voices, which is pretty cool. That is really cool. Really sweet. And then in week 24, the baby grew to a size of a cantaloupe, about 12 inches and about 1.3 pounds. It's a long cantaloupe. It's also a long cantaloupe, <laughs> yes. It's more like a watermelon. Yeah. Um, the baby's heartbeat has slowed and the baby's baby's developing sleep and wake cycles and even yawning Aww. the baby's brain is becoming more complex she now has memory and thoughts so can't wait to when she pops out she can tell us about what's going on in there <laughs> it's so funny that she has thoughts yeah. like, what are her thoughts i'm sure they're very basic oh yeah but i just love to know what she's thinking in there like wow that was really loud but she doesn't she doesn't know how to speak. She doesn't know any language. How does she put that's like that's mind words blowing, to her I'm not thoughts? Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's that's deep. <laughs> that is deep. <laughs> okay. Well that's pretty cute. Um it's crazy that you make memories but that you but they don't actually like no one actually has memory of being in. Right. I guess it's just like short term memory while yeah, she's in there. Sounds like it. Interesting. It's all very fascinating. Um all right, so symptoms. Let's let's chat about symptoms. This was kind of a big week, um, not really symptom-wise, but just life-wise, which we'll get into. Um, honestly, feeling overall good pregnancy-wise. Um, I'm in that pretty comfortable kind of second trimester sweet spot. I'm out of the sickness. I'm not super uncomfortable yet. Um, but I wouldn't say it was. it's been as blissful as the last one. I would say my last second trimester with Hayden was blissful is exactly how I would describe it. I felt great. Um, 
that's not really that's not really what's happening this time around. I still feel pretty good, but I wouldn't I wouldn't coin it as blissful. Um, some lightheadedness, which I will kind of get more into in a minute. Um, and then towards the end of this, you know, as we got towards the end of week 24, I feel like that's when I started to feel a little bit more uncomfortable. I wouldn't say that I was like all out uncomfortable, but just belly starting to get a little bigger. You know, that pelvic floor is aching most of the time. And I started to have, um, pubic symphysis joint pain, which sounds really fancy. Um, the only reason I even know what this is, is because with, uh, my first pregnancy, I always took those like pelvic floor classes. It's like a workout class. I think I've mentioned it even in this season of the podcast. Um, I haven't started taking them yet, but I need to, but it's by a PT. She's awesome. I love her. And, um, she calls it crotchitis, but it's basically like right at your pubic bone. You just get this like kind of achy pain discomfort and it's because of like that joint is just really stressed when you're pregnant and everything is a little bit looser and she says that it can start to like shear a little bit um I did not experience that at all with Hayden um because she would talk about it you know pretty much every week in class somebody was dealing with it and she would explain it and what it was and different things that you can do to kind of like strengthen it and you know help with the discomfort and I never experienced that Um, but this time around it's happening for sure. Um, and then another symptom that's kind of cropped up this week that I've noticed is my belly button is losing volume by the day. Sorry. (laughs) Do you remember last time? It's just like part of your stomach. It was gone. It's weird. Yeah. It was completely stretched taut with the rest of my belly. It just... It was weird. I mean, it makes sense. It probably happens to every woman. It's just a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I feel like if you have an Audi belly button, you still have something there. That might that would be even stranger. Like Maybe. Tight, huge belly and a little thing sticking button. out of it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it's losing volume, which it's kind of interesting because I remember last time how much it was stretched out and then it was like... I guess like flush with the rest of my stomach so I can kind of see like oh I still have I still have a ways to go here because there's still a decent amount of belly button left but it's not like it's just almost like a hole it's not like twisted Hmm. that makes sense belly buttons are weird um anyway so what do we do this week we had kind of a big week we went to Florida yeah a little family vacay vacation with Becca's family it was a good time. Yeah, we had a good time. It was relaxing. It wasn't uh, anything crazy. We went to Naples. It was about for uh, five, four or five days. Yeah. A lot of time at the pool. It was pretty chill. We didn't really do a whole lot. Yeah. It was It was. Uh, it was nice. Just a calm getaway, which was nice. Um, the flights went really well. We hadn't flown with Hayden in a long time. We had the, not. The last time she flew, she was still like a baby. Right. And she, she did great. She did, yeah. We weren't sure, you know, toddler is a lot more work to entertain than a baby. So um, we did bring a bunch of, I ordered like some fun little things off of Amazon, like games and stuff to keep her occupied. But eventually it did come down to the... Coco Melon. The old phone. <laughs> yeah. A little screen time. Worked out though. <laughs> yeah, on a plane it's like, whoa, you just gotta... She was a little crazy the day after we got back, but after that she was back to normal. Yeah, like when we, 
got home. Right. Yeah, like a little cranky. Um, yeah. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, I wanted to circle back because I remember in a previous episode talking about, I'm kind of joking about, like, how the heck am I going to wear these compression tights, stockings, whatever. Mm, um, a bathing suit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually ended up working out fine. Um, I mean, it was warm down there, but I did still wear them most of the time. And I just, if we were like out and about, I wore like a pair of like ripped jeans, um, like maternity jeans. But at the pool in a bathing suit, I obviously did not wear them. Um, and we would spend like hours at the pool. So I was kind of like, oh, yikes, this is going to be a little painful. But luckily Hayden loves to swim. So, and it was beautiful. So we were in the pool like almost the whole time. And that actually felt so good on my legs. It's like also, it's like the same thing, like the pressure of all the water. Um, yeah, it worked out. And there was a bathroom right there. So I think one day you actually did wear your stockings there and you got changed. Oh yeah, you're right. Cause we went down kind of early and I was just wearing regular clothes and then I changed. Um, so it ended up like not being a big deal at all. And, um, they were fine flying. They didn't seem any different. Um, one thing that was kind of annoying is, well, this happens every time you travel, but I feel like when you're pregnant, it's even worse. Um, just like my digestion was so off and I just, all of the food, it's like not, it's not actually not a different time zone, but just food that I'm not used to eating, eating out a lot. And when you're pregnant, everything is slowed down. Um, so like that includes gastric motility. So like physically you don't move food through your digestive system as fast as you do when you're not pregnant. Um, so that, you know, obviously leads to feeling more uncomfortable, can lead to constipation, just not fun stuff. Um, so that was kind of rough. I didn't enjoy that part of it. Um, and then we also made a real quick stop before we headed home. Where'd we go? We went to Miami. We did. Little road trip. Little road trip. It was very, like, less than an hour and a half across the state. And, uh, we saw a bunch of, uh saw a bunch of uh, people from Becca's oil team, which is very cool. Yeah, a bunch of young living friends. Um, we have a ton of oily friends down there in Miami. And um, I had met a few of them before at like a, you know, our like convention. But I got to meet so many of them and we got to hang out. It was pretty brief. It was only like a couple of hours. but You had a great time though. Yeah, it was so, so fun. And I'm, we were just really glad that that like all kind of worked out. Um, so it was a really fun trip all in all. Um so that kind of, we were traveling like between 23 and 24 weeks. Um, and then when we got home, I definitely like overdid it in those last few days just with the trip and then the quick trip to Miami and then the flying and all of that. Um, and I had my like lightheadedness creep back in, which has been um, interesting, this pregnancy. Like it only seems to happen when I'm doing too much. Um, so this happened to me like a few weeks back, um, a lot. And it's because we actually, we haven't announced this yet on the podcast. We've not. Um, oh, that's the other thing I was going to apologize for because we didn't put up an episode last week. And that is because, um, we moved to a new house Mm -hmm. 
which if you've ever moved before, you know, it's like, especially when you have a chicken coop and 10 chickens, <laughs> it's just a lot of work. Oh my gosh. Um, so we did not, that was the other thing I wanted to mention at the top of this episode and pregnancy brain. I totally forgot. We will get more into that whole situation, the moving, the packing, all of it. It's coming up in a future episode. We'll cover all of that experience and how it went. Um, but now I can tell you, I kept saying a few weeks ago when I was like, really lightheaded and I was just like I was totally overdoing it that week I was like oh we'll explain it a little bit later we were actually um our house was on the market it was only luckily it was only on the market for like a week but we had a showing every single day for seven days in a row so we had to have like a spotless clean house every day for seven days so it's just a lot of cleaning a lot of out of the house a lot of running around um so that happened to me then and then once I like we got through that and I wasn't overextending anymore the lightheadedness went away, but then it, it did come back uh, when we got back from this trip. I think my body was just like, enough. You need to lay down and rest and do nothing. Um, it was nice to have a clean house, though. It was nice to have a clean house. Oh, my gosh. It's like We should just always act like we're moving. Yeah. Well, we're selling work. our house, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not realistic though. I mean, you could do that. You could spend two hours every day picking up your house and cleaning it, but I don't know if that's worth. It's probably not worth it. It's not worth it. Um, neither of us are clean freaks. I wish one of us was. It would probably help our situation. I would say we're fairly clean people though. We're we're not, we're not like dirty people, but like we're also not like like some, there's things on the countertops. Like stuff is always like collecting. Like not like clutter, but not like completely clean at the same time it's kind of like an in-between we're probably like in the 80th percentile of being clean yeah i would agree with that it's pretty clean yeah it's pretty clean um (laughs) anyway (laughs) Uh, a couple other things um we had another appointment with our chiropractor um we hadn't seen her in a little bit because just with the move and everything we like had to cancel an appointment and then Uh, But we love her so much. We all three of us go and we get um, adjusted. Dr. Brenda, she's the best. Um, I feel like it's more for you, but I just go. Yeah, because you're like, (laughs) you never have any problems necessarily. Well, it's also good. It's not just, you know, if you're having like pain and stuff. It's also good for like, she she's more of a chiropractor that works on like the nervous system. Mm. She's not like crack, 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 crack. She she doesn't even like crack. She cracks my back in one little area every time. Right. But that's it. Um, it's more of like just slight adjustments so that your nervous system is working. And it's good for immune, you know, your immune system and just everything. Um, and Hayden, I feel like Hayden really enjoys it. Hayden does enjoy it. <laughs> she just like lays there like, oh. <laughs> it's really cute. Um, anyway, something interesting. So when we were there... Uh, she, I didn't have like any, any makeup on and she was looking at me and she was like, are you taking iron? And I was like, no, I keep meaning to order it. I was low in my last pregnancy. And she was like, I can tell by like your skin tone, I guess. She's like, you need some iron. I was like, okay. Um, so I did, I ordered, um, it's actually, I've been meaning to share about it because it's a really good iron supplement. Iron supplements can be really tough because they can be really hard on the gut. They can cause constipation. They can just cause a lot of GI distress because um, a lot of iron doesn't get absorbed very well. 
and a lot of free iron in your gut is just kind of can wreak havoc, honestly. Um, there are some supplements that are more, they're not food-based, but there's like a slight step above just like a classic iron supplement and it's like called Bifera iron, um, which is, it's still like attached to a protein. So it's a lot easier for the body to absorb it. And therefore you end up with less leftover in your gut causing havoc. Um, but the best thing would be, a like a food-based one. And I actually learned about this one from my midwife. I'd never heard of it before. It's called Flora Dix. Um, I can link this below. It's like Flora D-I-X. And it's actually like a, it's like a juice and you just take a small amount every day and it's completely food-based. It doesn't bother my stomach at all. And she highly recommends it for all of her um, clients. So um, I did order that and I got it and I've been taking it so that if you're looking for an iron supplement, um, women tend to be low in general. It's a really good food-based one to get. Um, and then another thing that Cairo recommended, actually, I was talking to her about my varicose veins and she said, um, she was like, do you have any magnesium spray? And I was like, yeah, I actually do. Cause I had it in the first trimester. Um, I was using it in the first trimester to help with nausea. It didn't really help, but, um, she said you can actually use that. Um, and that can, that can help. And I do actually think it helps a little bit, which is kind of nice. Um, so I've been spraying that on like every night before I go to bed, but that was it as far as life happenings this week or these past two weeks yeah uh had a great time in florida i've been feeling great so (laughs) can't complain Uh, isn't it funny that like you just have like a normal life alongside of like this pregnancy yeah i just can't really have no body changes or anything yeah i can't relate but then like your whole life changes because there's a baby here yep it's almost like I mean, I guess it's not, it's definitely not harder for the guys because they don't have to do all the physically making the baby and carrying the baby and all that. But at least for me, I feel like I almost ease into it because there's a, literally a baby inside of me. And I'm right. like, oh, okay. You, you like can really feel what's going on. I've, I can just see it. Right. So you just go from like essentially like day to day normalcy and then boom, the next day. There's yep. a human, another human in your house. I'm excited. <laughs> I feel like um, this pregnancy is flying. Like, you know, we are very much getting pretty deep into the first trimester really coming up on, or I'm sorry, second trimester really coming up on that third. But when we got back from our trip, I kind of had this moment of like, like right around, I was like starting to get a little uncomfortable and I'm like, oh man, I just had this moment of like March still feels very far away. Like it's only November. I've got You're also a doing long the beginning of March, though, so I don't know. What'd you say? You're also doing the beginning of March, so I look at it as like February's last month. Not that I think you're going to go in February, but. Uh, yeah, but last time I was two weeks late. I could go till like towards the end of March. Yeah, I don't. It's you're going to come early this time. That would be really nice, but I can't think that way because you just go absolutely bonkers after your due date. Makes sense. So I need to be like. Oh yeah, that was an emotional week. Yeah. Two weeks, week and a half. Oh my god, remember how much like how much I cried? Yeah. And I like don't cry ever. (laughs) There was one day I was just face down on the floor, like scream sobbing in our bedroom. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure how to handle those situations. (laughs) The baby's gonna come. 
I mean, I don't know how to handle those situations. I don't even know. I didn't know what was happening to me. But I'm sure you were standing there like, what is going on? That like, was very supportive. Oh, it's very emotional. It's a tumultuous. Because every day it's like, is this today our whole lives are going to change? Like, And I also was nervous about labor. I didn't know what that was going to be like. And I was nervous about having to get induced. And I wanted to just get the show on the road. Makes sense. So every like, day was a roller coaster. I was like, this baby's going to come eventually. Let's enjoy each day without her. We're yeah. also going to enjoy the days with her. But let's drive to the gym, get some breakfast after. We did go out to breakfast a lot. Yeah. I had Great, a lot of friendships. Good times. We don't do that anymore. So. <laughs> it's true. We don't. Well, that's because the pandemic. We were good. we were still hitting up breakfast. We like we like a good breakfast out. It's true. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see when this baby decides to come. Matt keeps saying he thinks this baby's gonna come earlier, but I'm just keeping my eye on the prize of like probably gonna go to 41 weeks. Wow. Let's just think about it that way because I don't want to lose my mind again. It was lost. It was long gone. Well, then think that way. That's good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that's all we got, friends, for weeks 23 and 24. We're chugging along. We are. Getting close to that third trimester, which means everything is going to feel a whole lot more real. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to share with the class here? Uh, thanks for listening, class. <laughs> appreciate it teacher matt hopefully my insights help (laughs) i doubt it but um (laughs) thanks for listening and we will see you in the next episode all right bye guys